Welcome to our podcast, Wise Financial Strategies, brought to you by Wealth Income Solutions. Learn how to protect and grow your portfolio for the long term, tuning out the noise and focusing on what's relevant. Join us as we discuss and dissect proven strategies that will help achieve your financial goals in a post-pandemic reality. Without further ado, the host of Wise Financial Strategies and former producer of Safe Money Austin, Cal Burgess. Hello, this is Cal Burgess, and thank you for listening to our new podcast series brought to you by Wealth Income Solutions, LLC. Now, in this particular podcast, we'll be discussing how investors and entrepreneurs can focus on long-term results, even in a post-pandemic environment, and make sure that all their long-term goals are addressed, regardless of what outside forces there are. Unfortunately, there's a lot of noise right now, noise that we can't control, uh, political environments, um, you know, uh, the arrival of COVID-19, day-to-day life, and of course, economic policies, etc. So unfortunately, the ideology of long-term planning is kind of faded in the distance because short-term planning is taking center stage. And there's a reason for that, which we'll get into in a couple of minutes here. But we want to reverse that trend. We want to take less away from the short-term. We want to take more away, excuse me, from short-term planning and redirect it to a long-term approach and a strategy to achieve your long-term goals. The problem is is when you focus on short-term planning, whether you're going month-to-month or you're looking quarter-to-quarter, you lose track of what's important in the long-term. You know, unfortunately, you know, some people's legacy could be could be hampered by doing that, or you could shorten your financial timeline by several years if you make the wrong calculation or something out of your control happens. So we want to show investors and entrepreneurs about sound investment practices to be able to tune out that noise, focus on what's relevant, and achieve your goals. So in this particular episode, I want to focus on where the stock market sits today and why it's in the shape it is and where all that came from. And then we can have other shows that follow kind of dive deeper into that philosophy and, of course, bring on guest speakers, legal advisors, uh, financial analysts, et cetera, to talk about their take and give more of a perspective on what's happening. So today, the market sits at the highest point it's ever been. The S&P 500 has broken multiple records. So is the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones, but yet the Overall economic picture is kind of subpar at best. So we have less W-2 employees working in the market than ever before. Again, post-pandemic kind of reintroducing ourselves. So the million-dollar question is, if the economy is kind of sluggish to okay, then how does that support or hold up the market being at the highest point it's ever been without any significant correction since the Great Recession? And there's an answer for that, which again, we're going to address here in just a minute, but I'm just trying to, trying to uh, paint the right picture here. So we believe the market is overinflated by about 30 to 40%. And we believe it's been overflated because of unnatural forces that has propped the market up that happened over a decade ago. 
And because of those reasons, which we're going to jump into in just a sec, it's causing many financial planners to be worried about the long term because they don't know what's going to happen around the corner. So it's caused this fundamental shift of only looking at the short term, you know, one month in advance, a few weeks down the road, maybe a quarter out max. That can be detrimental for your long term goals. And there's a reason for all that. Um, you know, back in 2008, when the, when the recession first started happening and we were experiencing massive volatility, the Federal Reserve intervened and pumped in trillions of dollars. I believe the amount was just over $5 trillion from 2008 to 2014. And that was injected into the bond and commodity market as a means to stabilize the volatility and make sure that we could reverse the course from going downward to going back upwards. And of course it worked. And here we are today sitting at the highest point the market's ever been at. So I remember we had a radio show. Um, well, we, yeah, we had a radio show and that ran from 2010 to 2012 called Safe Money Austin. And we talked about this new phenomenon of the quantitative easing or the federal stimulus from the Federal Reserve that was propping up the market or being injected into the bond and commodity market. It was a, it was a brand new concept. So there was many discussions about it. And I remember uh, um, saying there, like I'm saying now, whenever you buy yourself out of a problem without facing it head on, there's going to be long-term repercussions. You may save yourself from the immediate goal, but it's never going to fare well for your long-term being. And here we are now, 10 years later, with all the writing on the wall of why everything's over leveraged and why you want to be more cautious than ever moving forward. Now, granted, it's a better spot than being at the bottom and trying to get back to the top. I'm not trying to say the federal stimulus should have never happened. Um, I, obviously, it worked. Um, I don't know what other solutions they had, but I'm just trying to create transparency about where the long-term planning flew out the window and why it's all about short-term now and, and um, how that all comes together. So what happened was when the federal stimulus or the quantitative easing was being pumped into the market, into the bond market or the commodity market, there was a fundamental shift. So what that means is the market now became dependent on artificial funds to support it. And that artificial funds or those artificial injections over the years grew to have bigger weight than any other economic factor. And I remember, you know, looking back on all this on the show, I remember we had a discussion in about 2010 or early 2011, just being completely dumbfounded about what was happening. Um, the market had jumped up to like a thousand points on the Dow Jones over like a 72 hour period just on the rumor that the Federal Reserve was going to launch another round of federal stimulus to prop up the market. Now, um, if I'm confusing anyone, what happened was in 2008, there was the initial bailout, and then it was followed by quantitative easement one, quantitative easement two, operation twist, quantitative easement three, and then other trickles of monetary injections to stabilize the market. And that went over six years. So it was about the uh, right after the launch of quantitative easement one is when the market started responding the way it was, realizing, huh, the money goes in the market, my portfolio goes up, I'm going to clap all day long about that. 
and all the other economic news kind of stayed um, a distance in a distance. It was second fiddle. It was kind of sitting off on the side where it was front stage. It now took a back seat to what that federal stimulus was. So whenever you prop up a natural market with an artificial inflator, what's going to happen is all the rules are going to change. So what that means is, is that in 2008, when they started pumping that money in, all the traditional modeling and forecasting up to that point was not valid for long-term planning. So that's why financial analysts or most financial analysts and financial planners are focusing on the short-term game is because they don't know what's coming around the corner. They know that the market's being propped up by a promise of quantitative easement. Even here recently with the uh, stimulus to help families, the, um, the PPP loans for small businesses, et cetera, they know that that, that, that advice or that... Um, that presence is what's propping up the market right now, where it should be natural forces. So they don't know when that market's going to fall. You know, they predicted the, the second recession a couple of years back. It still hasn't hit yet. So here we are with an overinflated market, which gives investors a unique opportunity to redirect their path and focus on their long term. At least they're ahead of the game. They're not playing catch up. They're not trying to get back to a certain point. My point is, is that there's a lack of long-term planning because of this phenomenon. Because there was an, you know, that artificial arm propping up the market that there is no, or there's very limited long-term planning. So that's why we want to come in and redirect, you know, um, um, to a long-term focus to make sure that your goals 10, 20, 30 years out are met, that you, you know, you achieve all your legacy goals and it doesn't get lost in translation month to month while we're trying to wait out how long the, the market's going to be dependent upon you know, artificial forces. So with that being said, that's going to be our, our tone moving forward. We're going to talk about our specialized index accounts that will allow you to take on volatility and have very attractive returns in the long term. Again, not having to focus on the day-to-day political environment and other uncontrollable forces, rather what's important and will drive your money to new heights down the road. So please stay tuned. We have much more to come. Thank you so much for listening. This is Cal Burgess, and we'll be talking to you soon. Make sure to stay tuned for more content on sound investment practices that tune out the noise and focus on what's relevant in an over-leveraged stock market. Thanks for listening and check us out at wealthincomesolutions.com. Uh-huh.